Hello! He is Samuel Broden. And she is Kristen R.B. Peterson. We are your new play-based advocate BFFs, and we are answering all your early childhood burning questions. Each episode, we are honoring play in childhood by exploring how imagination, creativity, and hands-on experiences can shape young minds. From the quest for the perfect Play-Doh recipe to the epic battle of cleanup time, we've got you covered. So whether you're an administrator looking for ways to embrace more play in your program or a classroom teacher looking for new ideas and inspiration, we've got you covered. So grab a cup of coffee or wine and join us to laugh, learn, reflect, and honor play. Let's get going. Oh, Samuel! Hi, Kristen. What do you know? What do I know? Well, I know something that's very exciting that's happening in my life. I know something you don't know. Okay, tell me. I was just in California last weekend visiting my brother because he's having a baby. Aww. And it's the first baby of my, me and my siblings. Aww. And my little niece is coming in about four and a half weeks or so. So I'm super excited about that. I'm going to be an uncle for the first time. Perry's going to be an uncle for the first time. I already, like, had super spoiled her. I, like, went to Target before I came there and, like, just devoured the baby section of clothes. And, you know, I I did the whole thing. And I went out there and we had the cute little baby shower and it was like the best time ever and they're so excited yes so it's all lots of really happy exciting things i'll be going back i'll be going back out there um in a few weeks once she comes and she's getting presents today actually delivered i just got an email so she's already super spoiled oh do you know what her name is gonna be i do know what her name is gonna be and i have to I'm so bad. I have to like really reserve judgment on on the names that people give their children. But her name is going to be seven. Okay. The number seven. Well, not the number seven, but spelled like the number seven. Yeah. And her middle name is going to be Zeppelin. Okay. Which is kind of cool and interesting and no one will have it. I already have a tattoo picked out of her name that I'm going to put on me. Amazing. So, yeah. Can I tell you what makes me, what I think of when I hear the seven? Yeah. The Friends episode when seven (laughs) Seven. Seven. I cannot believe I did not think about that. She will be an orgasm for the rest of her life. That is amazing. Ah! Everybody yeah, in our era. Oh, yeah. Totally. Think of that's that. hilarious. But yeah, that's my exciting okay. little did you know. That's amazing. Um, Do you think that your sister would trust the person who is delivering your sister-in-law? sister-in-law i don't know or your brother would trust the doctor delivering the baby if the doctor had only ever learned how to deliver this baby through worksheets gross they've never delivered a baby before ever but they learned it all on worksheets they did worksheets to figure it out would they would they trust that doctor i really would hope not especially if i had anything to say about it or how about the anesthesiologist if Oh, God. She needed, like, an epidural. Yeah, I've never actually put one in a real person, but I've done it on, I've written it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. I've done it on, like, a model on a piece of paper before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh-huh. So, probably not? No, probably not. Yeah. Because so this, like, worksheets are, are, are... Rotten? Uh, yes. 
Yes. So why is it like the number one mode of trying to, trying to, and I'm going to do like air quotes about teach because you're not really teaching through worksheets. It's like a cop out for, and not all the time, but like a lot of times in the, and this is like, it is a cop-out for early child education. It is mm-hmm. not, it is not something young children should be doing unless they are specifically asking for it. And there are cases where young children would ask for worksheets. And the only reason that they would ask for worksheets is if they see their older siblings yeah, totally. come home from school with homework and totally. are they're doing worksheets. Yep. And then I have seen that happen where young children are like, well, I want my own worksheet. Yeah, totally. And they happily do them. Yep. And it's fine. If they're choosing to do it, it's self-directed and it's play and you're not forcing them. Mm-hmm. And it came from somebody else and they saw it and whatever. Okay. In that respect, yes. But if you are using it in your early childhood programs as something children are expected to do so it can be sent home, like there is mm-hmm. no place for that. No. And... Oh, no. And it's so I don't know, we've talked about before just thinking back on like our own journeys, right through early childhood education and things and like things that we did in the beginning, right. And I was a total worksheet teacher. And I feel disgusted with myself to even admit that, but that's the first step, right? But no, I did that. I went to, you know, all the different stores and got the worksheet books. And I would like, Seriously, I would like copy them in color so they were in color and then everyone would have one. And then I even would post them on the wall. Oh, my gosh. But that's what's great about constantly being a learner is that we recognize that there's better ways to do things and we recognize the reasons why. So for me, one of the reasons that I really dislike worksheets now is I don't like the idea of young children doing something that could be considered incorrect or doing something that is, this is the right way, this is the wrong way, right? Yeah. Because they're learning about, they're three and four and five and six years old. They're learning about so much. They're learning just I don't want them to already get it in their head that there's only a right way to do something or a wrong way to do something. Yeah. Because that's such a stressful and anxious way to live. And I would like to give them at least a few years of not having that. Yes. Okay. Just so you know, on Teachers Pay Teachers, if you go and you put in ABC worksheets, there is 64,000 plus results. Ugh, I'm going to put in alphabet worksheets and see if something else comes up with more alphabet worksheets, 68,000 for alphabet worksheets. My God. Ugh. How can we let people why know? Is, that why is it still a thing? Why is it still a thing? Because it's easy. And it's because early childhood education is not looked at as important as kindergarten nope it is not it's not looked at as important at all if we're being completely honest and we know this based on how professionals in our field are treated and compensated but it's just it's i don't know because there are so many better ways to teach children things and then we're already setting them off on this path of sit down do what you're supposed to do do it the right way. 
If it's wrong, guess what? I'm going to mark it up with this red pen. Yeah. Which is like the worst. And they're already in this mindset of like, oh, God, I did it wrong. Oh, I can't write it the right way. Oh, my letter doesn't look like that. Oh, it doesn't do all these things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, just let them live. Just let them learn. And it's sad because it is such a widely used thing. And I think that at least for me, like kind of being in our own little circle of educators who kind of all think the same way, I kind of have this like, you know, blinded mindset of like, oh, the world of early education is changing because look at all these people I talk to. And then when I step outside of my circle, I'm like, what the actual, yeah, like, whoa, this is not what I thought. Yeah, (laughs) no, I know. So if you're listening and worksheets are a thing that you see happening in the spaces that you work in, how, what advice can we give you to ditch the worksheets? I mean, there's so many different things you can do besides worksheets. Like, One thing that I used to love to do is just, I mean, you can take post-it notes, put letters on them, put them around Mm -hmm. the classroom on the walls, give children a clipboard with a piece of paper on it and have them go Mm -hmm. around the room and write the letters that they see. Mm -hmm. Go on a letter hunt and have them write them on the board or write them on the clipboard. Yep. Give a white erase board with an eraser. They love it. I love those things. I love writing a dry erase marker. Hide magnetic letters around the room. Have them go collect, find one, bring it back to you, tell you what letter it is. Um, I mean, there's like gazillions of different things that you can do instead of worksheets. And I think that a big part of it is there's this, you know, there's this idea that there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things, which I think is an underlying problem in a lot of this type of stuff, right? Because I don't know, even when I see worksheets where they're like tracing the letters and stuff, right? They're like, well, they have to learn how to write the letters correctly. And I'm like, okay, but if we look at everyone's handwriting as adults, right? It's all different. And what I want to do is I want to encourage children in the creation of their own handwriting and not in the creation of a handwriting that is mine that they're copying or someone else's that they're copying. So I feel like with worksheets, that's a big part of it, right? It's like we want to make sure that the children are doing are doing it right, are learning the right way. But that's not the way to do it. If we just give them natural, organic things that they can use to learn about those things, like the post-its, like the dry yeah. erase boards, like some newspapers, like some magazines, whatever, etch-a-sketch, sand, all these different things that the children can use because they're going to be interested in letters. They're going to want to learn how to write letters because they see you writing letters when you write things on the board. So giving them chances to actually do it where there isn't an expectation that they have to do it a certain way. Because I used to hear that all the time when kids would write their name and they'd be like, oh, well, this is backwards. Oh, this one is wrong. That's not a B. That's a P. That's not a da da da. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yes, you may be technically correct that that letter is a B and not a P, but come on. Like, <laughs> there's like, come on. The kid is also three. Exactly. Yeah. So chill out a little bit. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I would say like a good suggestion would be to think about what it is that you're wanting the child to learn or get out of the worksheet. Mm-hmm. Figure that figure that out. And whatever that is, think about a way that they could do it without worksheet. And mm-hmm. and how you can just put those materials out into your space so that children can organically and naturally be curious about mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing, like 
I think too, people give worksheets because they're over scheduling yep. and there's too many transitions and mm. there's not enough free play. And it, if you don't have enough free play, you aren't going to have the time for mm -hmm. children to learn all of these things naturally because it takes mm -hmm. more time to learn. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't take more time for these things to learn naturally because when you're doing a worksheet, it's like rote didactic memorization yes. that's not yes. even true real learning anyway mm -hmm. so when it's learned through play it just sticks a lot better and faster totally. and like it's more meaningful yes. and yes. and if you aren't allowing children the time to spend in free play no matter what you put in their environment they're not going to have the time to explore because mm -hmm. we don't you're over scheduling them so like yep. this is something we're going to go into more depth on when we do our big, great breakup series that starts yeah. July 18th. 18th, yeah. Is our very first one. And we're going to be going, that's one of the things we're going to talk about is kind of like the overscheduling of yep. the classroom, the big, very structured routine and too many mm -hmm. transitions. And we're going to break up with that. So yes. the great yes. breakup part two, that's one of the things we're going to break up with. Yeah. We're also going to break and up with... What else? Ooh. Gender roles. Gender roles. That's a good one. Oh my um, gosh. Speaking of, yes. um, I was reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid with my son last night before bed. And nice. I was almost puking as we were reading because they were talking about how his he asked for Barbie dream house for his birthday. And his dad and his mom got into an argument because his dad said he can't get a dollhouse for Christmas. And his mom said that he's allowed to explore other, like whatever he wants to play with. And his yeah. dad won the argument. So his uncle then didn't get the memo and just saw the word Barbie though. So bought mm -hmm. him a Barbie for Christmas. And then his brother was laughing at him because he got a girl toy for Christmas. And I was just like, this is disgusting. And I can't yes. believe I am reading this right now. And so yes. then I stopped the book and I was like, just so you know, Knox, like, I don't really agree with this at all. Yeah. I think you can play with whatever toys you want to play with. I don't really like that. This is in this book right now. Anyway, that just, and that, <laughs> God. And that that's just so interesting, too. It just makes me uh, think of like, you know, when you were a kid and you would go to McDonald's and they'd say, do you want a boy toy, boy toy or, or a girl, girl toy? toy? I know. Ugh. They still did that when my kids were yeah. little and we would go get happy. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, OK. So anyway, we're okay. going to be anyways. Up yes. with that. Classroom um, management. Classroom management. And like the it's too cold to go outside. It's too hot to go yes. outside. It's yes. too wet to go outside. Yep. Yep. Um, and Boxed curriculum. Oh, boxed That's a good one. I can't wait to break up with that one. I know. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah. And not only are we going to talk about, you know, just how awful all those things are, <laughs> but we're going to talk about actual things that you can do differently. Exactly. Right now. Things yes. that you can do differently right now. Even if boxed curriculum is a requirement. Yes. We're still going to talk about things that you can do differently. So exactly. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be good. So you can go to honoringchildhood.org. We're going to put the link in the show notes. So mm -hmm. you can click on that to join if you're listening to yep. this late. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to sign up, but yeah. <laughs> check the link and then maybe you can just like check it out. in. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach out to one of us and see if it's still yes. available to get in on because you do get the recordings too if you can't make it to the live zooms so don't do worksheets yeah, don't and if worksheets are somehow required then work let's somewhere talk. else yeah no. let's talk and we can figure that out <laughs>
but no, think about what, think about yeah. what you're wanting them to learn. And, you know, I know a lot of people have said before, like, well, it's our job to get them prepared for when they move forward in school and they're going to have to do these things when they go forward in school. Okay. Oh they don't gosh. have to learn how to use a worksheet. No, you don't. You'll learn how to use a worksheet when you need to learn how to use a freaking worksheet. Exactly. And let's not get into the fact of like what is going on in education beyond preschool. We don't I know. Don't. I know. God. I know. Oh my gosh. We can just talk for hours and hours and hours, but we don't I have know. time. No, no, we don't. And you don't want to listen to us talk for hours and hours and hours. That's a long time. Um, um, do you think we gave enough information about worksheets? Let's see. They're horrible. <laughs> and also, boring. and also I use them and now I can't stand them and I would never use them again. So if I can do it, then anyone can do it. Yeah. It's all about, it's all about learning more and doing better. That's yeah. all it is. We're all in this together. We all start at different places we all start with different mindsets and different experiences and different everything. Yeah. So we're not saying that you are horrible if you're using worksheets. Because no. what you maybe you maybe don't know. <laughs> or maybe you just have to do it and that's what it is. So you do it. But that's what we're here for. We're all here to learn more and just think a little bit differently about what we do. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like we, I mean, we probably convinced them that the worksheets aren't good, but I don't know if we gave a lot of examples <laughs> about like what to do instead, but really it's just let them play and let fill their play. environment with lots of things that they can engage with the letters and yeah. lots of time to explore the letters and lots of yep. time and lots of things like where they can like have access to letters, like put keyboards in their environment and yes. old typewriters and yes. put bean bags with letters on them. And yep. I mean, there's so many, you can be so creative, mm -hmm. write letters on your blocks, mm -hmm. um, uh, have letter cards laminated and put them next to your Play-Doh, take pictures of cards, like make Duplos into letter shapes, yes. pictures of them and put them next to the Duplos. Yes. Just have clipboards with paper everywhere so and so little many. pencils. Like golf size pencils. Yeah. Oh God, yes. And have them everywhere. And children will write, even if it doesn't look like a letter. It's a stage of writing. Yes. Um, don't you don't you have some like printables or something about this on your website or yeah, I I might. You, yeah, I think you have something. I don't Kristen know. Has if you so go to my website, KristenRBPeterson.com. If you go to free resources, you can find some things there. Yeah, she's got a ton of really good stuff and a ton of good stuff that you can share with the other adults, which is really yeah. cool, too. Yeah. Really cool. Okay. All right. That's all for today. That's it, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. You can find me at KristenRBPeterson.com. And where can we find you? You can find me at HonoringChildhood.org. Thank you for listening. If Thank you would you. be so kind to leave us a five-star review, we would be so appreciative. We would love you forever. Bye.